What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You guys were chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeet. I don't like that. No. I had to do some research really quick. I have to finish the story. All the nostalgia freaks out there are going to want the map. I'm in on this idea, but only if heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at the Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Uh, guys, the, the the sports news dominating this early Wednesday morning uh-huh. is that the Warriors put in an honest blockbuster trade request to the Lakers for LeBron James at really? the trade deadline, which, which was last week. Uh, my question to you guys is, what is or what would be the pro wrestling blockbuster trade equivalent of LeBron James getting traded. And and we can, I guess, for the sake of this exercise, let's use WWE and AEW as the two teams since mm-hmm. they're, they're the two biggest companies in the game right now. So throw it at me. What What is the LeBron trade equivalent with these two companies? Do you want to say it, Brian H. Waters, or do you want me to say it? <laughs> you go first. MJF to WWE. I feel like that's probably mm. the, the main. I don't know if there's. And I'm no disrespect to anybody else in that AEW roster, but I think right now, if MJF were to dip and go up to Stanford, that'd be the most immediate impact. The timeline would be going wild. His first appearance on Raw or SmackDown would go banana. Yeah, it would, it would be a live one. Okay, Brian. Mm. So I got to look at the impact, right? Mm. So. I got two because I got one for either side. So mm-hmm. you went AEW to WWE. So I'm going to go the other way. Okay. And I'm going to say AEW making a trade for Randy Orton. Oh, wow. Orton. Wow. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Because you know, the, the, the low hanging fruit is Seth and Roman, right? Mm-hmm. But when you think about it in the NBA terms, as much as I don't want to admit, they're not like LeBron isn't in everybody's top five like he isn't everybody's top two anymore like he right. was say 10 years ago 
Right. You you can have people make. Is he argument. not? Is he top two in the league? I, I mean, you would know better than me. I just oh, feel sure. like, oh, you mean currently? Currently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently. Sure, okay, okay, okay. And I feel like people would look at somebody like a Giannis or you know a Jokic, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but his impact at any given time, he could still be a world champion. So I look at him being the OG, and that's where I put Randy Orton being the OG to Seth and Roman. So that's the reason why I say mm-hmm. Randy Orton would be that blockbuster who could go over and then make immediate impact equivalent to what LeBron would do with the Warriors. Right. Sure. I I like both of those. Those would definitely melt the internet. Mm-hmm. I think I still have to go with if, if Roman Reigns ever got <laughs> traded, right, in this hypothetical universe that we've created where uh-huh. pro wrestling trades are approved, right. Roman being traded to AEW or being sent to AEW or going to AEW, I, I don't know the amount of emergency episodes that we'd have to do, <laughs> uh, there would be no number. We might have to do two episodes a week yes. for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, Probably just to yeah. break down all the fallout, what it all means. Uh, it, it would be... Yeah. Because I think that's the equivalent of what would happen if LeBron were traded, period. But if were he traded to the Warriors, the amount of content that we would be creating here at The Ringer, NBA content creators across the world, they'd be set probably for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I got, I think I got to go Roman just because he's, he's such a polarizing person to talk about uh, in, in the pro wrestling space. And, and I feel like LeBron is in that same realm. And they're also just in terms of their, their level of greatness. Right. I mean, at right. the end of it is, is Roman going to be talked about as a, as a goat? Probably. Like once yeah. it's, you know, the smoke clears, he'll be in the yeah. goat conversation with, you know, the Cena's, the flares of the world. Right. It's or I know he's 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 here right now. It's tough to have to that conversation. Probably, for some people, he's probably already there. Yeah. He's probably you're right. SGG is going to text facts, the hell exactly. out of me uh, after <laughs> after he hears this and says, what do you mean going to be? Uh, shout <laughs> to out make to sure SGG. You hit the group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just the heads up. Uh, okay, but I like these. Okay, um, Eve, you said it best too. You said emergency podcast, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think about a time when, um, Cody Rhodes. It was announced back when. Shout out to uh, the Mac Mania pod when that was going on. Literally, we're getting ready to record, and I get a text from Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. Did you guys record Mac Mania? I said we're recording now. Can I jump on? Uh, yes. Like I'm not telling <laughs> Triple H he can't come in. Yeah, the authority the figure of the Ring of Wrestling show. <laughs> so he pops on the show. They don't know, they and they was like, "Wait, on. Shoemaker's here!" But that's how big of a deal it was. Right. When Cody, it was announced that Cody Rose was a free agent and that sure. he left AEW. So you yeah. you bringing up like I think all of us had these scenarios where. There's going to be an emergency pod. This would be one, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing. Shouts out to the Ringer NBA is when these things happen, you know, I know it could be a lot for Ben, but I love seeing everything go crazy. Like, all right, who's doing the show? Right. Getting the notification at Ringer NBA on my Spotify feed mm-hmm. that something big has just happened. Because that, as somebody who is it, like I'm tapped in, but not as much, I know the level of importance that trade is when this stuff happens. When it pops up, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I like all of these. Um, I like the graphics that we're probably going to create <laughs> for for them. Uh, just these again, hypothetical wrestling trades are might edge out hypothetical NBA trades, just because I do hypothetical NBA trades in my head all the time, <laughs> and th- those are feasible because trades are allowed in the sport of basketball. <laughs> yeah. In wrestling, they're not allowed, so it's almost more fun. Right. Although I do hear. In WWE 2K24, I think that's one of the things they're allowing in GM mode, which, oh boy, wait, wait, you best believe it, you know I will be, what would be, I'll be firing that up. Is if you could, because AEW Fight Forever is a thing, could you, could you take, like, could I get the MJF from the <laughs> Cross Fight platform and put him into my 2K24 and that would be like, you <laughs> well, know, my Intercontinental it, Champion or whatever? 2K does, you can download custom characters from online, ah, right, and right, a lot right. of people have created a lot of the AEW guys and girls, so you can just download them there. there too. Yeah, not, yeah, there's some, do- there's some great I, ones. I've never really dove into all that. I, I, I should oh, Cal, we, we, sh- we should talk, because yeah, right I now, in, in GM mode right now, I've been running a lot of Claudio Castagnoli <laughs> <laughs> as my world champion on SmackDown. <laughs> Nice. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll 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 fill you in. We're it's a fun ben time. Streaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Twitch. Wrestling Twitch. <laughs> yeah, just catch me on there. Just trying to challenge Xavier Woods and uh, and Tyler Breeze to to GMO. That's Facts. literally the dream right now. Is just to you know be in the same uh, atmosphere as those guys in GM mode. But all right, enough enough fake trades. We got some stuff to talk about. Let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines, and you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the most interesting headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in, let some thoughts fly, let it fly. First up on High Spot Headlines, Rhea Ripley would be, quote, 100% down to challenge for a men's title in WWE. Now, obviously, Mommy is in the realm right now where she can almost do no wrong, right? Uh, I, I think, you know, her having this match in Perth at Elimination Chamber against Nia Jax is, I think it's, it's going to be a great moment for her. I think it's a, it's going to be, a, it should be a foregone conclusion that she's going to walk into Mania as the champion. Now, let's, let's look into this hypothetical future. Do you want to see her at some point challenge for the Intercontinental Championship? The World Heavyweight Championship? Would that be something that you, that you would want to see personally? Uh, for Rhea Ripley in the future? Uh, I watch independent wrestling and I've watched uh, intergender matches before. And I've, you know, so I'm used to see the, the like, I think, because I think that's part of the concept that a lot of people dance around with stuff like that is like WWE. I, I think it's always been a thing where I've heard anyway that they're not really into uh, men versus women competing in the ring you know, in, in an actual match. I think the the mixed tag matches are probably the closest you get to any of that stuff. Or Rhea right. Ripley, you know, giving people, you know, cup shots or whatever. But I, I yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with it under one condition that Rhea Ripley has gone through all of the people that are in her division. Because, I mean, again, like this Nia Jack stuff is great, you know, the last couple of weeks. Rhea's held that title for a minute. And, you know, I think there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot more opportunities that they they probably missed to build her in that division. So we I, I understand the China comparisons and all of that stuff with the Judgment Day. I get, I get where all of this comes from, but on the real, 
yeah, do that when you get through of with everybody that you know you're you're a champion for. Because I don't I don't know if I've really seen her really uh, rise to the level of total domination of the women's division just based off of the way that she's uh she's booked in in that division current or well, not the, the the way that she's not booked in that division I should say um and I, I I'm not trying to knock I just I I would sure. I don't want I don't really want to entertain a, a a Rhea Ripley for the 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 world heavyweight title conversation if she's not wrestling the women that you know I give me that I I don't want to see that before I see Rhea and Bianca at WrestleMania I'll tell you that much right 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 that's, I mean, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, Brian, where do you fall on this? So I'm actually opposite of Cal in a sense of I would like to see it, but I would need to, for me to see it, it needs to make sense. It needs to be mm. personal, mm. right? I don't mm. necessarily need to see her dominate only because then how do you get back, right? Because this is something I don't see her going to the quote unquote men's division and stay in there. So I would need it to be like, if you remember, when she body slammed Luke Gallows. That was a personal vendetta. So put it like she body slams him. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Now they have to have a feud. She takes the title from him. And then, you know, vengeance, he gets it. Revenge, he gets it back. She can still go back to the women's side. So I need to see a personal, even if it's something like Dominic Mysterio becomes Intercontinental Champion and then they break up. And now she takes what's means so much to him. So, you know, because I still want to see her in the women's division. I still want to know that she can lose to another woman. And I think that's the thing with China. Once she became Intercontinental Champion, and then they put her in the women's division, which, you know, it's been said on a lot of things that she didn't want to be a part of it. It was hard to believe, like, Ivory, you know, having the women's championship it was like buying time because like at the Royal Rumble, it was like, yeah, she's not, China's not losing the Ivory. Oh, well, right. China got a neck injury. And then she wins mm-hmm. it and then she held on to the title till she left. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I want to see it personal and then in a sense where she can uh, get back. Kind of like Jordan Grace. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a great comp. Uh, that's a great call. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'd be interested in it happening mm-hmm. almost in, in, a, in a surprise way way of her potential like wh- let's whoever she's shooting with let's just say dom for the sake of this conversation um and i mean because you're right brian there's there's an internal storyline that's kind of already built in there right where you can make it personal right they mm-hmm. they break up on screen or whatever and can you imagine the reaction for her squashing dom <laughs> <laughs> just squashing dom for a title i mm-hmm. It'd be. I mean, they could. They could try to put on a five star match, and I think they they could do it because both of them are, are very very talented at what they do in the ring. Um, but I don't know. Now that I'm now that now that I've said that out loud, I almost have talked myself out of it because I would just probably want to see that match normally, right? I I take I take it back. I don't want to see the squash. I want to see that match. Well, um, I, I think that's kind of the thing, right? I, I think because of how good Rhea Ripley is, yeah. I don't think it, it's not like a, a, a pipe dream or anything to, you know, think about her dominating Dominic Mysterio or, you know, some of the other men in the division. I feel like she could probably run with some of them if if 
she really wanted to, just based off of how they've built her as the you know the, the individual that she is. So I could buy it, but yeah, I think it's I think I like where Brian goes with it because. I, I I personally don't know if Triple H is trying to book her to be a IC champion for a couple of pay-per-views. It feels like something that not fluky, but like because we've been beefing, we come to a head. Oh, you happen to have this title. I beat and and the thing is, I don't even know in the match. Like I don't know if they're gonna try and have Dom win in like this crazy squash unless he's like blinded or something. Because I, I again, you you at some point they're going to want him to keep working in the division as well. So sure. I, I think the question is really how do you, if, if, if the plan is to have her in the women's division, take like a detour and then get back, you, the story really is key there. It has to make winning, her winning the title and then the way she loses the title, it all has to, it, it has to make sense because you don't want her to lose anything in, in winning that title, you know what I mean? If she were to go out there and then get squashed to to lose the title, then what was the point? You, you've almost, right. you've you basically right. just given her an accolade just to give her an accolade. Like, you know, it, it they should be thinking in a, in a certain way. It's, but that's always my thing, is just make it make sense. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great point. And I think in the grand scheme of things, it would be better for her to to dominate the women's division to almost, in a way, not erase some of the, you know, not great things that the women's division had to go through kind of in the mid 2000s. Right. I, I just, I, I saw, you know, Tori Wilson um, doing an interview with our guy, Chris Van Vliet. And, you know, she was talking about some of those, those contests that they had to do and just how mortified she was, you know, and, and mm-hmm. the opportunities that she wanted to actually wrestle. Right. And, you know, it sucks that back then that that's kind of what, the women on the roster were relegated to was just, you know, the, these contests that were, you know, frankly degrading, right? Where you're like, come on. And it, we've now gotten to a place where, you know, thanks to a bunch of women who have raised the, the level of, of competition and just storytelling and just in general to have Rhea, um, you know, it, when you, when we look back in history to have her be one of the dominant champions that we can, look back on and tap into it and, and, you know, throw a match of hers on, throw that, you know, that match with her and Charlotte on from, from 39 last year to just to enjoy. Like that's the kind of stuff that I think would be better long-term uh, for, for Rhea specifically too. So um, it's an interesting, it was an interesting headline. That's why it stood out. Uh, no, I think that, you know, when we, when we, and then, you know, shout out to, um, to Sean Ross Sapp who, who, you know, who talked to her about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, she she's just doing such good stuff right now that like, and I think that that just speaks to how well she's doing right now is just exactly. hey what let, let's bust through this you know this glass ceiling a little bit like what can you go beyond this Facts. right like so it's I think it's just a credit to 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 what she's doing right now uh, next up on high spot headlines Chad Gable wants to finish the story and defeat Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship Brian. Uh, you know, Gunther is on a hell of a run right now. He's he's got Jey Uso this Monday for the IC title, and it, you kind of answered this on Monday a little bit. W- who do you want to see Gunther face off against at WrestleMania 40 for the Intercontinental Title? Oh boy! I mean, yeah, I said Sheamus, and that felt like I was because I was 
you know, under the gun, but they, they put us on the spot with a lot yeah. of these like it. rabbit fire. Everybody had a different question. I hate it. I do think Chad Gable is the best option just mm. because we think about WrestleMania, you, you think about the exclamation point for the year. We talked about WWE 2K earlier and how we, you know, booking GM modes. And that's the way I always like, I like WrestleMania to be like the end, you know, cause you know, we grew up on watching them WrestleMania packages where they show you something, you know, it might say last year around this time. And then they go right. to the story. They might come back and revisit SummerSlam, get away, come back Survivor Series. And I think because of the bangers that they put on, that's a match that deserves to be around fans because that's you talking about a match that instantly Chad Gable gains multiple fans for people who do not watch every week, but that's going to be in the Lincoln Financial Center or Lincoln Financial Stadium. They're going to get a chance to see that. You know, you think about last year is the moment when um, Angelo Dawkins had his moment when he pounced uh, Braun Strowman. He talked about it on Love and WWE. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the match I would want to see. Would love to see him finish the story, even though in my heart of hearts, I wanted to be Jay versus Jimmy for the IC title. Mm. Oh, is you, you're, you're talking a little dethroning on Monday. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, if you had another Elimination Chamber match for it, you know, maybe, mm. but yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're, you're Team Gable or Team Usos <laughs> for the title. That's, Cal, that's what, what, do you, yeah. what do you think in here? Yeet. Uh, I am a, I, I like the idea of Chad Gable having this match at WrestleMania and winning. I, I It's one of those moments I imagine. I don't know if it'll be as big of a pop as uh, um, Sammy and Kevin Owens winning the tag titles from the Usos when we were there in SoFi, but uh, I feel like, you know, if they could, they could build the story, they have enough story. If they could start building that, um, they could, they could probably get there. But I will say this. I don't know if that means Gunther wins the Elimination Chamber or what else you have to do, but if he loses that IC title to Chad Gable at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, he better be on his way to winning one of them world that that world heavyweight title is something because I feel like that 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 the end of that IC title era is going to be the beginning of Gunther getting into where he should have been. The, the, in, right. in that main event scene. So yeah, I something would have to pivot quickly for me uh, with <laughs> Gunther immediately after that. So you're talking more warrior than honky tonk man. I'm just saying, like at at a, at a certain point, <laughs> like uh, you know, it's 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 akin to the the conversation with Rhea Ripley. Like that's why I say I I would love to see her do it after she goes through everybody. Right mm -hmm. now, Gunther, sure. he's however many days IC champion, however many defenses successfully, including against Chad Gable. It no disrespect, Jay, but it may be Jay may be added to that pile next week. Like he's been on a roll. It's building to something. You know what I mean? So I, I I would I would just hate to have that opportunity wasted. And I don't know how you would do it, but by SummerSlam, he would need to be in somebody's match or already holding somebody's title. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in... Well, I'm more so in the camp of Jay being Intercontinental Champion I like at the that. end of Mania. Mm -hmm. uh, and look, I, I guess they're, they're kind of going with that on Monday. And mm -hmm. I don't know... I, I, 
unless they're going for some complete shock value here, yeah. um, and they they put the title on Jay, then I mean, I think I'd rather see Jay have that moment at Mania, um, like just because again, the, the, this dude made a he main evented night one last year, right, 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 right. and and gave. Sammy and KO their moment, which again was just a culmination of just incredible storytelling. Mm-hmm. And Jay put it out there at the beginning of the year, right? He he wanted a singles belt. So while I am interested in the Jay versus Jimmy match, mm-hmm. I do like the idea of the 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 title being on the line. But then that goes into a whole: how do you get it off Gunther before Mania? Exactly, right? A lot going on there. And, but to piggyback off your point, Cal, mm-hmm. if they do do that, yeah. there's probably a easier way to get Gunther into the world title picture again, even sooner. Soon, right? right? Is there a situation where, let's say Monday, yeah, Jay beats Gunther, uh-huh. right? Wins the Intercontinental Championship. We all lose our minds. Mm-hmm. Gunther f- somehow finds his way into the chamber. Yes. Uh... It's, it wins like, the chamber and now yeah. it's him and Seth for the title at Mania. I, you know, I, who, who's mad at that? I, I don't know because now Gunther is, is set up, right? And, and you can have him, you know, I, I, obviously we don't know the extent of Seth's injury, but if he can't work, you know, his, you know, a, a typical Seth length match, mm-hmm. have put the title on Gunther at Mania. Like give him that moment. I mean, that's, that's fired too. So. But yeah, I mean, going back to the question, I'd love to see Jay with the the Intercontinental Championship. And again, would be hilarious if at the end of Mania, at the end of Night 2, mm-hmm. again, Roman may not have a belt anymore, but Jay does. That Ooh. would... Mm. And you know what? Like, just looking at the Elimination Chamber, right? Right now, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, two spots mm-hmm. to be determined. Mm-hmm. Being Logan Paul, Miz, Kevin O is a dirty dumb, right? It's always a scenario. Gunther being Gunther, he could just take one of them out, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and if anybody, I would say, be the last one of those last four. I think you know Miz will be okay. Logan Paul doesn't really need to be in it, considering yeah. he's the United States champion. Take one of them out. Um, I can see a scenario where he can still lose the match and still sort of look dominant uh, because. You got all this stuff with Imperium and the New Day. They caused him to get distracted. Now, he loses the belt. He's going to be a menace. He's going to beat the hell out of Imperium. You remember how he used to slap <laughs> Da Vinci <laughs> every slap. time? Yeah. Yeah, and I, you, you felt bad for that man. Right. Um, yeah. To the point where he would go out there and beat up people. He's like, yeah, because he know if he don't, he know what's coming. This is what's so, going to happen. Yeah, so then there's that scenario. And then he's already kind of made his presence known in Seth Rollins' aura. Seth right. Rollins has his handful. So mm-hmm. I think that's the way to do it. I would actually want Jimmy to hold the belt because it would be sort of like a, well, Jimmy to take it from Jay Quarter. Sort of like the Rock and Roman sent J- Jimmy to get that belt. Yeah. And yeah. then if Roman got to lose, oof, can't believe I said that, but if he got to lose, now, you know, he's being sunned because Jimmy going to be I mean, you're supposed to be the tribal chief, but I don't see no belt around yeah, you. I'm the one with the gold. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. I mean, and then, you know, Kaz brought up earlier, The Rock being the world champion. We'll get into that later. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's so much. I mean, 
that's the best part, like having these fun conversations. But right. I could definitely see a, a scenario where he takes out somebody and finds his way into that chamber match. Mm. I mean, the only funky thing is I think this Friday they're taping both episodes oh. of SmackDown because next week they'll be in Perth, right? So, oh, that's um, right. That's right. For, for Chamber. Yeah. I'm sure some stuff will leak. Mm-hmm. And if there's a leak that Gunther is there, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe something has happened. <laughs> maybe yeah. something's that, happening that on Monday. Because that'll be the go-home show, yeah. Right. Be the go-home so they got to tape the go-home show early because of, uh, of where it's at. So... Uh, I like where we netted out on this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, So, you know, whether it is Gable or Jay, uh, I think I think the IC title is in a good spot. I mean, shout out to Gunther for elevating it to the, the stage that it's at now. You know, They only I mean? got four matches at the Chamber. Don't be surprised if they add another one. They could add another one, yeah. Or, or I mean, to that point, too, Gunther could also take somebody out at the show. Yeah. Right, like, that's not... That's always a possibility. Someone so can't compete, and he just takes their spot. Right, he just wipes out Kevin Owens. Yeah, uh, exactly. Or or Logan Paul, because Logan Paul doesn't need to be in that. He I mean, he's the U.S. champion. The I US think champion. they're going to keep Logan. He he's going to do. He's jumping off of somebody's pod or whatever the hell. He's doing like, the Montez I, spot. Yeah, if, I if think he's he, in there, I think he. I, and I think that's only he wants to do it to do that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. All right, last one here on High Spot Headlines. The Rock says it's been decades since wrestling was buzzing like this for WrestleMania. Now, this is obviously off the heels of their Las Vegas presser uh, last Thursday in Vegas during Super Bowl week. I guess for my initial reaction was I don't think he's wrong, but I'm curious. When was the last time you feel that WWE had had this kind of cachet where uh, whether you like it or you don't, oh okay, you're you're interested, right? Like you, you got, I got to see how this goes. So R- when was the last time? In the I think main it, on a mainstream equivalent to what's going on right now, and I'd have to go. I don't know the exact year, but whatever the year, and I I hate I know where I'm at, and I hate mentioning the man's name, but whatever year, damn both of them, the McMahon, uh, Trump. Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley match with Umaga. I, that was 2007. Yeah, I think that probably was the one where in the mainstream, because it was Trump with uh, with uh, The Apprentice and everything, I think right. his name was hot at that time, which is why they had him in there. And I, that that was the, where a lot of the buzz... Because TMZ has been talking about Cody. Uh, Joe Budden's out here talking about Corey. <laughs> like, Budden, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody is... Yeah. It's, it's funny to see who's talking about it. And you can tell that it's WrestleMania season based off of you again, like uh, that man's name is not Corey, but it's funny to see, you know, how people are interacting with it this year. All the people taking uh, uh during the Super Bowl, all the people with the, with the gold title on, you know, like the celebs and whatnot, like it's, it's big, but I think it was, it was probably that time for me. Okay. Mm. Brian, do you have a, do you have another one? Oh, I'm thinking, Buzzing like this in a positive way. Positive is a different story. Yeah, the the yes movement really stands out to me. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we're talking 10 years ago because of, if you think about it, leading into the yes movement was the launch of the WWE Network. 
Right. Sure. So the fact that there was a network where people could watch wrestling, you had old school fans talking about how much they don't watch it no more, but for ten dollars a month they can go back and relive some of their memories from childhood. Facts, right. yeah. And then being able to get all the pay-per-views now. And then, yes. you know, so it felt like that was one level. But then the Yes movement, because of what the pop culture phenomenon that mm-hmm. took on, at that point, it felt like Daniel Bryan couldn't do no wrong. You know, I, I vividly remember him at the Giants games. I remember the guy from Michigan State mm-hmm. doing the Yes chant, you know, getting everybody riled up. So that's the nut. Yeah, those times, that's the time where I remember the business buzzing and then boom, the exclamation part, exclamation point is Undertaker streak ends, mm. you know, and then Warrior comes back to WWE. That's bringing a lot of eyeballs. Unfortunately, he passes. That's going to bring a lot of eyeballs. I remember going to, um, or watching Oreo games and former Oreo Adam Jones, who, you know, was always the wrestling guy whenever they would come to town. He would like Seth Rollins would do, come and bring. He bought him a championship belt. Did the first pitch this during his title run. Uh, but Adam Jones was coming out to the Warriors theme music, and so many uh, baseball players started using wrestling interests. So I felt mm-hmm. like that's another time where the business was buzzing in a positive way. I, I want. I want to. You mentioned the Yes Move at the time. I was working four days a week in mm-hmm. Midtown Manhattan. And the yeah, it was it, I, it was one of them burgundy yes moving T-shirts. It's the first time in years I had seen someone walking down the street with a pro wrestling T-shirt. I, wow! I, 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 it, it, I really stopped because I was like, damn! I I remember it was a thing, and then mm-hmm. it stopped being a thing. And like I'd wear my punk shirts out every now and again, but like you know, it, but it was just me. Or like I yeah. would see some guy in the crowd, like, oh yeah, you like wrestling too. But when I saw this random walking down the street, I don't want to call him a random, but whoever was walking <laughs> down Midtown Manhattan with that Yes Moving T-shirt on, I, that that stood out to me at that moment. So yeah, I I, I do hear you on that, Brian. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally that's a decade ago, right? So yes. Yes. Rock's Rock's statement is Sorry, if you're looking at that. Sorry, kind of factual uh, and yeah what? I mean that even obviously the yes the yes movement just stands you know this this current Cody we want Cody movement is it's, being compared to the yes movement a lot right yes. e- even I mean obviously there was the Kofi mania mm-hmm. run which you know was also great uh, I the first thing I thought about when when I saw this quote from Rock, was obviously I tried to think of the mainstream aspect. I also tried to think of it from the wrestling aspect, right? Because mm-hmm. as clunky as you know it's been to kind of get to this point so far, like I, I think it'll be ironed out as as we get closer to Mania. But mm-hmm. my first instinct was WrestleMania fourteen. What mm. was was Sean Austin and Tyson, right? Because uh, yeah. You know, obviously still Monday Night Wars going on. Tyson, but Tyson was one of the biggest names. In, he had just in, gotten out of prison. Like, right. He was just in fresh sports, out. Sports, right. And then, again, that moment, you know, Tyson and Austin. Just just Jim Ross yelling that. Yeah. And, you know, everything leading up to that, that match. And obviously, you know, we knew Austin was going over, right? That was just kind of his time. But mm-hmm. that's where I, when I was trying to figure out and again, I'm probably missing some stuff where it was just like, 
that something that filled the mainstream conversation as well as you know the wrestling aspect. Right. That's where, aside from the Yes Movement, I was trying to you know this is the first one that kind of came to mind uh, no, at fourteen. One. So um, also one of the greatest WrestleMania posters. Um, just, yes. it just it just it looked like an actual fight. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, obviously Tyson's involvement was was huge, but. I mean, look, it's they still got a couple of weeks to to iron this stuff out, but it's 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 got some butt. I let me ask you this before we 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 close this out. Word. How many? I think I've asked you this before, but now that we've kind of got into a storyline here, how many non wrestling people in your lives have hit you up about this? Because <laughs> mine mine has increased yeah, <laughs> significantly. Oh yeah. It's it's that time of year, but yeah, like there's always certain people in my life that uh. Would that like it's just like you talking about uh like Brian was mentioning people getting the network because of the pay-per-views and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. when the when the news about WWE and Netflix hit, they were hitting me specifically, like, wait, are they leaving Peacock? What's happening with the 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 library or whatever? So yeah, mm-hmm. the, those those people are having conversations. But yeah, I think it's not so much people hitting me, it's been a lot of how much this has been bleeding into my other timelines. Like like seeing sure. uh multiple TMZ and TMZ sports posts on Instagram with Cody Rhodes and and we want Cody and all that stuff. Like it's funny, especially when you know, they're only really giving you half the story anyway, because they're only following the controversy. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, I've seen a lot more people who I would not imagine talking about pro wrestling at all engaged in the hashtag we want Cody conversation just because it's been so viral. So that's why it's it's tough. Even thinking about the stuff that we mentioned, like it's hard to think of those situations being bigger than like even the 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 the, the 2007 WrestleMania with the uh the the Battle of the Billionaires or whatever, that yeah. was more so Again, a lot of that bled off of, you know, my man, the reality TV show at the time. Sure. Like he was a, yeah. he was a really big deal. And 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 the uh the the real WWE going public and stuff. It it caused a lot of friction at that time when uh when um McMahon lost. But um it's one of those things where I don't even think that impact has been as big as the presser or the right. the, the the teaser trailer for Mania or just the conversation on the side. I imagine anytime people talk about something in WWE, there's going to be a Cody Rhodes conversation or comment right beneath it. It feels like it's 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 uh, hard to top that currently. Right, A million percent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. I'm sure we have to uh, respond to a couple more text messages from people who don't like wrestling but are <laughs> are in it now. So let's go ahead and check our phones. Let's do that. And we're going to take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. What? There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on the Ringer Wrestling feed. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Gregor, Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What? Our guy Kaz uh, fantasy booked his ass off uh, on Monday's Masked Man Show. So Brian H, play the clip. What I would love to see. But here's the thing. Can I ask a question though? So, Rock, no, what, Seth, Roman, Cody. I can understand how The Rock forces his way into the main event. Yeah. But why would it be in The Rock's best interest to invite Seth in as well? Like the B story of this entire Roman, Cody, Seth thing. Mm -hmm. Is kind of like the bitching up of the World Heavyweight Championship, right? <laughs> like, Rock and Roman for the Universal title, nobody wants to see. Now somebody says Rock and Seth for the World Heavyweight Championship? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm even, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to the fact that, like, I wouldn't even mind The Rock winning that. Like, if you really want to make that title mean <laughs> something now, immediately, after you just took it, the Seth Rollins took you know, this title all over the country, all over the world, defending it, making the Worksman title, all this type of shit, and you took it in the past two weeks and called it the B-level, the loser's title, mm -hmm. whatever. Put that shit on The Rock. Watch how important it becomes. Immediately you know how to I, I know what my reaction was, uh, because we kind of caught the tail end of it when we hopped on to the... Uh, the, the the call here, but Cal, uh, <laughs> your initial reaction to the thought of Rock winning the world heavyweight title over I, Seth Rollins? 
I, sh- I know I again I hadn't heard all of that when I when I popped up on Mass Man. Shouts out to just being able to pop up on a on a call. <laughs> anyway. Um and I would I I at the time I was like, yeah, I don't see any reason. Like I I'm not saying keep rock away from because I understand what Kaz is saying, but like I think that's kind of my point. Like it, I understand that the B storyline is um Seth has been put this title on his back and he's tried to climb that mountain with his bare damn hands to be Seth freaking Rollins with the people. I understand all of that. I even understand the idea of The Rock beating him to try and make that title feel like something. I know Seth ain't feeling that, but I understand the idea. My problem is, is I don't know, like, what is The Rock doing? That's a question, but also, like, after WrestleMania, like, The Rock has the title. The Rock is not going to be the workhorse. He, he's he's flying places. He's got movies to make. He's got shows to produce. Like, he'll come and do the wrestling when it's time to do the wrestling, and they'll make the ill Instagrams and do all that stuff, but he's not going to the live shows. He'll show up maybe on, on Raw once a month with the title. But- you what, he's losing the title at SummerSlam, and then what? Like, well, or, or is he dropping the title on the Raw after Mania? Or is he dropping the title if he wins? Because, because again, the talk of the town has been Rock Roman's going to wrestle once on Saturday, once on Sunday. If y'all have Seth and Rock have that title match, and Rock wins it on Saturday night, somehow Roman going to walk away with all them titles by Monday morning. <laughs> I, it's 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 just one of those. I I understand that I, I I can see the logic in it, logic in it, but I don't think the Rock is going to do anything with that title. Aside, he may he may show up on GMA, he may show up on a, a Jimmy Fallon. It, it'll get press, but if we're talking about it, it's no longer it, it may no longer be the B title because you're not going to be able to work for that. And then if you're at a point where the world heavyweight title is on the man on the plane over there and the other titles sitting on Roman Reigns, y'all really booked yourselves into a corner. Mm. Well, see, mm. the, the, I think that's the thing. If Rock has that title, it means Cody finishes the story. But then the other story with the bloodline is now the high chief. Remember said that on the poster, the high chief is the champion and Roman got to play little bro to the rock. That's what sold me on it when Kaz explained that, the the fallout of it, and, and, that and possibility. I, yeah, and the thing I like about it is we keep talking about the A title, the B title. I thought when that title was designed, the way it was designed was to show off WWE's logo, right? I just uh-huh. seen a guy that they deemed the tribal chief of the NFL walking around with Roman's title, not right. Seth's title. Right. Again, that looks like the B title. So I think now, say The Rock wins it, right? Mm-hmm. We got the NBA Finals coming up. Let's just say Giannis wins it again. I feel like, or no, you know what? Let's go Joe Embiid. Okay. Joe Embiid seemed like he was a Rock fan back in the day. Don't you think you're going to want to hold the title that The Rock is holding now or held this year? You know what I mean? So I think it does mm. more for, you know, with The Rock winning it, it, it elevates the championship, elevates the belt. He ain't got to hold it. I don't see him holding it for long. Not even all, of, not even to SummerSlam. I think, you know, but just doing the strength of him taking control of, you know, the family and then you got your workhorse title being that WWE Undisputed Championship. 
You know, so it kind of flip flops. I I'm sorry. I don't I don't know if I see people flocking to buy that world heavyweight title. I don't care if if they're flocking <laughs> to buy that world heavyweight title. It's because the Rock is f- remixed it or whatever. You know it's, what it's, I mean? Like it's availability. I, it's well, not but, as available. That's why. But 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 when you hear like even now, even now, I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. But even now, we just had Van on not too long ago. He talking about Wing Eagles. He's talking about the Bret Hart IC title. Like I, th- there's certain belts that hold even the Broken Skull title. Like there, there's certain titles that hold right. certain nostalgia. And I think part of that's because people seen him holding that title up for so long. For the Rock to get that the belt like the new belt like that over, he's gonna have to be champion for a minute and not holding it. On on the, the the couch talking to Jimmy Fallon or, or Questlove or whoever be over there on that show, like he would need to be doing stuff in the ring or at least in WWE enough to make uh, those images matter with that title. Hmm. I mean, is it that aside? Is it out of the realm of possibility where he wins the title? Let's just say he beats Seth, right? Mm-hmm. He's a champion. You still get all your photos. You still get the Rock social media posts about it. Him holding the title. He could do to Cal's point. He could do Good Morning America the next day or whatever the NBC equivalent of the Good, <laughs> Good Morning America. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah right? today. Because that's what uh, that's what Bianca did last year. That's what Bianca she, did. Yep. She immediately after, you know, she retained, Flew did out. that, came back for, for Raw, right? Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. uh, just a completely insane schedule. Fact. So Raw could do all that. And then I feel like you could drop the title on Monday. That mo- because they they owe us a good... <laughs> raw after mania after last year and like yeah. is, is that a situation where Damian Priest finally cashes in because right now he says he can't cash in because Seth is hurt right he, he literally said this and he said he can't cash in on the other guy because he doesn't he's not here right so you want to and again I think we've also talked about how Damian has needed to find uh, you know obviously he's a tag champion which is great you know judgment day Great, but the 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 buzz, if you will, around the money in the bank briefcase, you know, yeah. kind of falling off a bit, mm-hmm. and a bit is probably being generous. Cash that shit in on Rock on Monday. Let's have a I conversation. That's I, chaos. I just, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen. No, that's I'm chaos. Just, that's chaos. Like that's, I hear you. That's insane. That's insane. If you want to strap the rocket on Damian Priest back, yeah, do it. Uh be ready for whatever conversations people are going to have because they 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 were ready to boo the rock at the presser in Vegas. So I mean, sure. you know, it's it's one of them things where they if you're going to do it, just be ready to do it. Just like Rock said, but we'll beat your candy ass and then we'll do whatever we want to do. This is we we own everything. Like you just got to be ready to be confident and do that. But I don't know if I want to see Damian Priest be the one, but it 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 makes the most. Sense. It could also he could also be a transitional champion, no, right? Well, he would ha- he, until Gunther I, is ready, you know, you put that on Gunther soon, sooner than later. Whatever the ne- what is it, backlash right after that, or aren't they going to Paris or something like that's that? The so, match, Gunther versus Rock for the title. Oh sweet Jesus! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> when they go to, when they go to um, Germany. Oh my! You think you think the, Rock's flying to Germany for this? I mean, the, he's a <laughs> member of the board now. That's have, true. What, he's got to. Does Rock beat Gunther in Germany? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> he wants to do the business better. He puts him over. He yeah. put over, you know, before back in in Long Island. So you know, we'll see. We'll see. That's true. That's true. All right. I know we have a, a call on the hotline. Uh, so 
we, we got a couple calls actually, especially after after Van came on. Van just uh, uh, just an amazing performance, by the way. He's just <laughs> like Batman, just caused chaos and then disappeared into a, a cloud of smoke. Uh, but we we got a bunch of calls. So Hollywood, let us know who who dropped us a line. Well, you, you talked about the one about Van, so let's go to that one. Oh, let's just yeah, run that one. Hey, what's happening Wednesday Worldwide? This is Baker out of Atlanta. And I just want to say that Van is tripping for coming out to Real American. No one's trying to hear that. He's going to get some of the loudest boos ever at Wale Mania, and I'll be one of them. But on top of that, I love the booking that y'all been talking about with Jade and Bianca. But I really think it should go that they're a team, everything's cool. And then the actual current champion says, hey, in order to be the best, she's got to beat the best. And then, boom, pivots over to Jade. It's like, Jade, I got to beat you in order to cement it. That, of course, gets under Bianca's skin. She's been to the top, all that good stuff. And now she's jealous that she's being overlooked for her partner. At the end of the day, keeps Jade a face. She's making all that money, selling merch, got all the sympathy from the fans, whatever the case may be. Bianca's been to the top. She can be a heel. And still, you know, everyone's making money. And you got two black queens, two strong black women steady going over. Y'all keep it live. Wednesday Worldwide, what's happening? Baker also uh, subtly booking Charlotte Flair as the champion. Right. Uh, apparently. Uh, I will say... Uh, shouts to Baker. I don't. I don't know who Baker is. I don't be in be in Atlanta like that. But I tried to tell you, Van. I tried. Don't, you, you walk out the real American. Those there are people that are ready to boo. No, keep going. Keep going. That is. I'm gonna be right there with the megaphone. Boo. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian's gonna be boo. He's gonna be boo yeah. for the first time in his life, and he's gonna turn on Van. <laughs> Just take the megaphone and clock Van in the head. Uh, <laughs> that's that. That'll go viral. Um, <laughs> that yeah, alone. Put me over real quick. Put me over, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sell it. Put Sell it, man. Put me over real quick. Uh, that that would be just incredible. I, I do like Baker's booking mm-hmm. there of the potential Jade Bianca mm-hmm. feud. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that Bailey pulls this off because my God, the Bay Area needs something uh, after <laughs> after what happened on Sunday. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah. not even ready to talk about it, but yeah, I, Van. You heard it here. You heard it, <laughs> don't don't do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> as your <laughs> as your coworkers, we we're begging you, just save yourself uh, do, that that moment. I I do like this though. I mean, again, I I, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to pit you know two black queens you know against each other all the time, but I I do think that it's just too it's too often that we get the teammates or being people who have issues put into mm-hmm. a team to then beef. I mean, it's literally what's going on at Rock and Roman right now. So, yep. you know, it kind of, it, it kind of makes sense. I uh, maybe my time frame. if y'all want to say my time frame was too quick, whatever. I don't care. Sh- shoot me for wanting to see JB, you know, the start as she is at SummerSlam. But uh, no, yeah, anything to make that union mm-hmm. then turn into friction because they're both going, going for the same spot, I think is, is, is the right idea. Right. Uh, I think we have one more. Mm-hmm. My guy, Joel. And you know it. <laughs> Hollywood Just fired up. Here we go. What's up, fellas from uh, Houston? This is Joel, man. Hey, I got a hot take for you. I know uh, when Cody and, uh, you know, remember uh, Roman on SmackDown, he said, uh, I'm not fighting you at WrestleMania. And then he brought up The Rock. And then, you know, after the press conference, we see that we have a heel rock, which we've never seen in a while, right? What if this is part of the plan? that Cody and The Rock to 
available. Remember, he said special counsel. So they met prior to doing all this. So what if it's, just, what if it's their plan to do this? And, like, Rock thinks, you know, Roman thinks that Rock's on his side and they work together and blah, 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 and get to WrestleMania. Then Rock turns face again and helped Cody win. And then basically look at Roman like, I'm the head of the table and you're not. So, I, you know, we played you just like you played everybody else. And that's, like, the biggest dramatic thing ever. And Roman can't get over that. He got played and it just sticks with him. And I get the downfall after his epic run. So what do you guys think about that? Like, do you think this is Cody and Rock's plan? Or do you think uh, Hill Rock is here today to help, you know, be on Roman's side at WrestleMania? You know what's wild is I had that exact booking. I said it to my wife. I was Because, by the way, my wife right now, completely locked in. Uh, yes, on on it. what's happening, you want to talk? <laughs> she's she said anytime anything happens with Roman, Cody, Bianca, or Montez, text me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> relax. But I I said I said that exact things were because the underrated. I know Cody's kind of mentioned it. You know, the, mm-hmm. I you know we had a great conversation. He said that at the presser. I think it's being almost underreported that they had a conversation and that you know what if this is all part what if it is all part of it and rock does turn on 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 roman at mania because look i forgot who said this it was some i think it was it might have been kaz or dave but does rock want to be booed like does he want to go into his next making his next movie as as a heel i don't know i don't like it I don't know. I feel like he's untouchable at this point as far as his movies. So I feel like at well. this wave of WWE, <laughs> well, I mean, like, people going to go see it regardless, right? Sure, so sure, I feel sure, like sure. in this yeah. wave of WWE being a member of the board, I think he would love to be a heel. It, it gives him the chance to get off some frustration. He's been taking all these jokes. He see everything that people are saying that he needs WWE every time a movie flops, everything. You know, uh, our guy Seahawk has a saying, Wrestlers see everything. When they're at the gym, in between sets, they got their heads in their phones. Mm-hmm. So they see everything that's being tweeted about them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes The Rock any different. So I could see him see. really embracing Hollywood Rock, especially, you know, if in the end game it gets two mega baby faces in Cody Rose and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I... uh I had the th- I didn't initially have the thought. Somebody I saw a tweet online where somebody said uh it was right after they were, people were talking about the slap. Mm-hmm. And they were and they were talking about, you know, uh the way they were they they were trying to sell the 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 work that they cuz that that's a work within whatever the hell is going on right <laughs> now. But and and I I do my hope is that everybody gets satisfaction on that cuz there are times where things get mentioned in pro wrestling angles and or in like Marvel movies or, you know, whatever's going on lost. People want to know what happened to the polar bear. Like some stuff is in there <laughs> to, to do things, but some that, that stuff isn't what it's all about. So I, it, that's a really interesting point, especially when you, it's that. And I think the other thing people got to remember is they had the conversation and then they literally had a conversation in that ring before Co- Cody Rose right. left. Rock was sitting there and he held him and, and, where Cody, Cody smiled. Like he shed a tear. He, he smiled, but it looked like so, there was something going on. So, um, and, and the other thing that Cody mentioned was, 
you know, the stories about taking the title or whatever, but he really wants to take everything. Like, I, there, everything. There's a, there's a growing theory that there's probably some, some, swerve that the rock's doing and there's a reason why he's he's got beef with roman but there's a reason why he's kind of siding with him right now that's kind of what everybody's dancing around with this bloodline stuff which is cool um Mm -hmm. i i i would love to see it happen i would love to see it happen right i saw the uh, the comparison made that rock is now the emperor from star wars and (laughs) roman is darth vader Right, mm. because, you know, he's guiding him. Yeah, he's Palpatine. <laughs> uh, obviously, spoiler alert: Vader t- turns on Palpatine. But could this be a reversal of that? You know, or a reverse no. version keep, where Palpatine turns on Vader? Keep it. The Rock is Palpatine, and Roman is Darth Vader. I actually really like that. Um, actually, because yeah. this this that one. What was the last movie that came out? Because like, uh, I, for people that haven't seen it, spoiler alert for a movie that came out like five years ago, whatever. Like Palpatine <laughs> was gone, but then he came back. Came or back, whatever, just showed and, up and again. Was the guy. So yeah, th- this is literally whatever that last Star Wars movie was. I cannot exactly think of the name exactly. of it. It was the the Last Jedi. The last yeah. Jedi. The, yeah. The, the, the Rock. Roman's not the Last Jedi though. He's just uh, he he's. The, he's the Darth Vader. Would he be? No, he wouldn't. He be, he's Darth. No, keep it Palpatine and Vader. And I Vader, like the yeah. way that sounds. The I simplicity like the of it sounds. is uh, of that comparison is fantastic. A uh, big shout out <laughs> to everyone who left us a voicemail that they said what takes. Uh, we can't get to all of them. We try to get to as many as we can every week. Peep the description of this episode for the number to call in. Drop your take. And we'll do our best to get them on the show. Okay. And uh, since it's Valentine's Day, uh, we wanted to do something special for it, uh, which I'm sure the first thing you thought of when you tapped into a wrestling podcast. But uh, <laughs> it, it's it's been a while since we've done a draft here on yeah. the show. So we're going to run a very special Valentine's Day professional wrestling on-screen couple draft. Okay? So we're each going to draft three on-screen couples. We're going to do snake draft. Uh, and then the listeners can decide which team of couples is the best or, you know, which, whichever one they, they love the most. All right. So uh, I'm going to run a quick randomizer here. Mm-hmm. Clicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it open. All right. We got Cal with the first pick. Oh. Brian, the second pick. And I have the last pick. So I'll get I'll get back to back. What would you say, uh, Brian? No, I just said, uh huh. Oh, I thought you said, oh, I didn't know. I don't know if I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be. I because I had two, there's two couples that I wanted to choose. It was going to be based off of which. Okay, well, you got the first I, pick now, so you got you got I, top I, pick. I, to start I, your I team. have to go. I, I have to go with the couple that I grew up with. It was. Uh, I won't start there though. There was. It was in 1990. I want to say I used to read the WWF magazine, and I remember the cover. It was image. There was like exclusive photos, Ric Flair. And Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because I, all I knew was Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. And, and Randy was a person, he was about to die if you, he, or kill you if you was messing with his lady. That's how yeah. the Mega Powers broke up. And they show and they buy the pool and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, and Randy Savage, like, what? And then it was maybe like a month or two later, the images came out. It's like, oh, somebody was like peak early Photoshop or whatever. And it was really macho man. But it, stuff like that sticks out to me so much that the idea that it went from Randy, because he was really like, a get over here. Don't talk to nobody. And she yeah, was yeah, kind of, yeah. but like for a lot of people, I, I'm a lot of pro wrestling fans, 
first crushes was probably Miss Elizabeth the Wilder. But it was ill to see them go from that to like having a whole ass wedding on T. I don't know. We right. talk about iconic on screen uh, pro wrestling couples in general. Uh, I because I'm going first. I mm-hmm. have to go Savage and 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 Miss Elizabeth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so no, that's a, that's a, that's a great pick. That's a great. Honestly, it was on my board. <laughs> they were on my draft board. So okay, Macho Man Elizabeth Brian, who's your first pick? Oh uh, man, I gotta go with one that I had a love hate relationship with. They gave took me on a bunch of highs, a bunch of lows. Been wreaking havoc in my life for some of my favorite wrestlers. That's other no other than Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley, mm. and Triple H. Mm. Okay, okay, it became a big power couple on screen, Facts. also <laughs> off screen. Facts, yeah. uh, <laughs> running the yeah. damn company <laughs> essentially. So okay, that's that's also a good one. Uh, okay, now so I get back to back on this one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. This is where I'm going. Uh-huh. I'm going. I'm going nuts right off the bat. Uh-oh. Okay, because I'm I'm swinging for the fences for these votes. I'm going Mark Henry and May Young, I'll and I'll tell see. you why. I'll tell you why <laughs> because of all the couples that we've looked at on screen, mm-hmm. not too many have had an offspring. And they gave birth to a hand. Look, I know. (laughs) I know it's ridiculous. I know that. I know biologically not possible. None of it made sense. But it happened on screen. So (laughs) by by when we look back at this and wrestling historians have to look back, they have to say it with a straight face because it happened. So grew, Mar- it, it grew up. It, it grew did. up. Became a. <laughs> I think. I think the there they have a job now. They, they might have their own podcast. We should. We should. <laughs> we should podcast. get the. We should get the hand on as a guest. <laughs> so I'm going Mark Henry May Young because they had they had legit offspring, legit oh. on screen offspring. That's my first. That's my first pick. That's my. Uh, that's my LeBron James of my <laughs> team. The next. <laughs> Next, I'm going with. Uh-huh. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. If 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 Macho Man Elizabeth was still on the board, I might have taken them next. Just to just to have a solidified um, couple on there. Word. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Edge and Lita mm, as my strong. next one because they <laughs> when they when they promised the live sex celebration I on remember. Raw, I. It was really hard to explain to my parents what I was watching uh, because I had that on in the living room and <laughs> it was, it was, you know, I think what year was that? Was that? Oh, 2005. Yeah. 2005. Beginning of six. I just graduated high school. So it was just like my, you know, already mm-hmm. my parents in my ear about like, what are you going to do next with your, with your life and your future? Right. And then all of a sudden I'm just watching this shit and they're There's like, what in the ring? Wait, go, go do something with your life, man. <laughs> like It's Monday. <laughs> this is, uh-huh. what, are, what do you do? What do you do? So that's why that whole thing was, was just wild. Uh, and it set edge on a, uh, on a path. You know, yeah. just as one of the uh, the greatest champions of our generation. <laughs> so that. that's what I'm going with. Brian, you're next up. What do you got? All right, man. So the board looking good. The board looking good. I'm going to go with more recent couple. Um, they are married in real life, but they had a couple of um, on screen interactions because 
you know, quite frankly, the wife had to slap somebody for trying to even approach her man. And that is Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Mm. That's a good one. Very good pick. Yeah, you remember when Naomi had to slap Mandy Rose when she tried to show up? And uh, it was very... It was a nice way for them to kind of make it sort of PG-13 right? without going as far as it would have went 30 years ago. And then it was also, you know, if y'all know, you know, when Naomi made sure the Usos defeated the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm. Okay. That's a good choice. That's a, that's a good choice. That's a great choice. All right, Cal, you have, you have back-to-back, and then, you know, the third, the second pick will be your final pick to round out your team. Who do you got? Um... I'm going, this may be a random one, but King Booker and Queen Charmel. Oh, that's not random. That's a great thing. Well, I th- some people may not, because I mean, they're, 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 they're a whole ass couple in real life. And like, I, <laughs> I don't like, you don't remember a lot of like amazing stuff from Charmel specifically, but you, it's the, it's what they were as a couple. Like, you know, it wasn't yeah. just the King as much as I remember him. With with that that the way he would look around and that air about him, it was King Booker. Like she she rounded out the path. It, it was just a really good union in some really dope heel shit at a time. And it's one of my favorite iterations of uh of Booker T specifically. But absolutely, yeah. that's a great pick. That's a great pick. You you, you have a lot of royalty <laughs> on your team okay. so far. So all right, who's your final pick of this draft? I think my final pick. Of this draft dun, 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 dun. is gonna have to be. <laughs> I'm going with again. I like I like fun and I like stories. And one of the more fun ones instantly or, or recently has been a uh, Mandy Rose and mm-hmm. Otis and Otis. Be- I, I, I thought for a while that I thought that I thought Mandy Rose was gonna scrutinize. I, I thought she was gonna swerve. On Otis, I didn't think mm. we were going to get a happy ending with that one. That's but, right. Uh, the fact, the fact that you know Otis and he put in that work and he ended up getting the lady at the end, and they they seemed like they were rocking. Great with story. Each other. Um, great story. Yeah, I, I I have to go there. I like that stuff. Okay. Damn pandemic. Solid, solid team. It's a solid <laughs> Damn team. Pandemic for real. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he would have had that moment in Tampa mm-hmm. in oh, front absolutely. of everybody. Like when they when they showed that every time I think I was like, man, Otis was supposed to get the loudest cheers of his that life. That would have been crazy in Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Brian, who you so, rounding out your team with? I, I, I'm feeling good because I was able to get you know everybody my first two draft picks. You know, I, I kind of had to strategize because I know how y'all think. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, now, now I kind of, I'm cooking here. Uh-huh. But for my last pick, I got to go with a couple that, you know, championship gold, we saw both of them wear. We saw both of them kind of wear the same championship gold. And that's none other than China and Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, yeah, they were on my board. That's a great pick. <laughs> they were, you know, I was, I was, I was edging between China and Mark Henry, but uh, I had to go with Eddie because of we saw a different side of China. Yes. Here, and she was still able to challenge. We talked about for the um, championships and going after the Intercontinental Championship. She was still able to win it, but then we saw ultimately the gold kind of got between them. So yes. China and Eddie will round out my team. Like that. Okay, that's a great. That's a great. Both of you have great teams. Um, since I have the last pick here, I might have to swing for the fences. I might have to go 
you also you guys took a lot of the ones I had on my board. Uh-huh. All right, I'm, I'm going to take a flyer here. Mm-hmm. This may be a deep cut. Oh. I'm going with PMS and Meat, aka Sean <laughs> Stasiak, because <laughs> the way they were wearing this dude out before matches yes. was some of the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in professional <laughs> wrestling. It just, it just made no sense. And it was, this meat. was all, a lot of this was on Sunday Night Heat. This guy, this, yes. dude's, this dude's name was Meat. Push on Stasiak, by the way. Yes. They're like, we're calling this dude Meat. Uh, shout out to, to, to Jacqueline and, and Terry Runnels, man. The, and for a brief, <laughs> brief period of time, Ryan Shamrock in quotes. So this Ooh, was Ryan one Shamrock. of the funniest things. <laughs> and I don't actually, like, they were his managers or valets, but also I th- I'm pretty sure they were a couple, a thruple. I'm not really, yeah, not really a thousand percent sure what was happening, but I know they were consummating. So before matches, by the way, and this, this dude, this poor guy, man, he just, he was going through it. So that is a, that is my final pick. And yeah, I'm thinking like you sitting up here in this NBC. Pe- I mean, Peacock just dropped the new series called Thropple. <laughs> really? Is meat in it? Is meat in know. it? Is meat and PMS in it? You know how you go to wrestling and b- before you got the homepage and I see it's like Thropples. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then Ben brings the Thropple. And then it's Sean hey. Stasiak starring. Sean, Sean Stasiak. Shout out to Sean Stasiak. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know who you think won the Valentine's Day on-screen couple draft. Hit us up. Drop in the hotline. Hit us on Twitter. Wherever you got to do. What you got to do. We, we got you. All right. Before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming Dynamite. Let's pick the biggest thing and sit out to us from NXT. And then we'll talk about one more in depth. Cal, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? Uh, based off the tweet I saw last night, I think this may be uh, Brian H. Waters' thing too. Uh, <laughs> Jada Parker. Uh, damn near, you know, destroying Rizzo. On, yeah, that was that was the one right there. That was the one. Right mm. there. Brian, is that <laughs> yours too? <laughs> yes. I was mm-hmm. going to say, she is her. Just watch the way she walked, the confidence. That's all I need to see. Before the bell ring. That's why I like, Before yeah. The bell ring, take yeah. yeah. No, she's she's fantastic. I had I had the Wolf Dogs win the they tag won, team titles. Yeah. They look like they're having fun, man. They I are. mean, you know, shout out to Baron Corbin, who's just... He's just kind of always been in that mid card for the most of his career. Right. Uh, he's, just, he's, he's he's having fun out there. So it's, you know, so is Braun. Well, Shout I think that's him. the thing. I, I think after Braun got dirty, you needed someone to kind of mm-hmm. show him how to get a little loose. And I think him being with Baron Corbin, they've been able to, you know, have banter, you know, little little yeah. humor back Pers- and forth. Show some personality. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't right, supposed looking- to be this good. <laughs> It wasn't. No, no, it was no, 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 no. Now it's fantastic. Looking at tonight's AW Dynamite, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most? Brian, what do you got? You know, sitting back, I got to go with this match. Sky Blue and Will and Willow Nightingale, because it's this has been kind of a long-term uh, booking, especially the friendship and everything, and you see what they've been doing on Collision. So I'm trying to see how this goes and what can turn from this. Okay. Cal, what do you have? Uh, Going purely on action, although I don't know what they're doing action-wise now that they've switched up their style. Uh, Matt and Nicholas... Matt, I'm sorry. 
AEW EVPs Matthew and Nicholas <laughs> Jackson taking on type f- top flight. That match could be dope, but again, because they've kind of switched up their ways, I don't know uh, uh, how they're going to work. Yeah, I don't know how the EVPs are going to be, but I'm I'm interested to see how they how they develop their style in in this little iteration of the gimmick. There we go. I'm looking forward to uh, the Tony Storm Wet Ink premiere. Yes. I, I don't really know what's going to happen, but it's probably going to be entertaining as shit. Here for so it. it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Guys, that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings. We are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide, smack dab in the middle. And of course, Wednesdays, if you're not already, you should follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. I'm at Cal on Twitter, uh, at CalDub on Instagrams, TikToks, uh, wherever, threads, wherever I'm at. But it's not about me. That's why I don't even think about it. Brian H. Waters, where can they find you and where can they find us? Oh, you can find me at Brian H. Waters on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. But more importantly, Ring of Wrestling on Instagram, Threads, Twitter, and definitely TikTok. Shout out to 1,300 followers there. We uh, we got more content coming, especially as we head into WrestleMania season. Look out for the exclusive. We got some reaction shows, reaction content coming, uh, especially some on-the-ground content. Uh, So, yeah, make sure you follow us there. Absolutely. And you can follow me at Cruise Control, Control with a K, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, wherever you may be. But again, at Ring of Wrestling is where it's really at on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok. Again, as Brian said, it's WrestleMania season. So we've uh, we've got some dope things planned on those channels. Thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should. Gentlemen, thank you as always for the graps, chats, everyone else. We will catch you next week. Worldwide?